What's up, guys? This is Brandon Christensen, the co-writer and director of Stillborn NC, and you're listening to the Horror Squad podcast. This is Horror Squad podcast episode number 174. Tonight we're talking about Friday the 13th, the final chapter, part four in the, Friday, in the Jason Voorhees series, the saga. This one came out in 1984. I'm one of your co-hosts, Todd. We have Joseph looking pretty pretty dark and handsome today. That hat is putting a little shadow over his eyes. Beard's looking fly. He's got a little cut on the side, liking it. Steve is wearing a Stranger Things shirt. Nope. Wrong again. <laughs> just, just, just assume Halloween Horror Nights. That's right. what, every week, that's pretty much what it's going to be. And Sam is wearing a Ouija board shirt? Yes. I saw a glimpse of it. Okay, good. Yep. There we go. We're good. And uh, I think Sam has some important information to talk about. Important information, everyone. If you're listening, we would like to invite you to a Horror Squad live stream. It'll be this Saturday night tomorrow when you're listening to this so the 15th um we are gonna start it at eight o'clock and steve what's the youtube channel so they know i think it might have to be on mine for now uh so flipping the nerd uh then because youtube has all these rules now where you can't live stream if you're under a certain amount of subscribers and it's this whole thing so i think it'll be easiest for now to do it there and then in the future hopefully we get our own horror squad thing going on so Yeah, and we'll share the link um, when we go live on Saturday night, and I'm sure we'll put a link in the Discord and all of that stuff, so we hope that you guys can join us, and um, we're giving you guys what you want, so uh, come to our party, thanks. Angela's having a party. Give me a a, a stooge party there, Joe. Ooh. What what am I doing? Eat a a bowl of fuck! I was going to say, I want a party. (laughs) Oh, I'm ready. To party! <laughs> Perfect. Hell yeah. Yeah, it'll be a great time. Uh, but yeah, just follow our social medias or our Discord and we'll post the links on all of it. So Better yeah. come too, because people have been asking for months now, so you better show exactly. up. Exactly, yeah. We're doing it for, for the listeners. So it's going to be a lot of, it'll be fun. We're kind of winging it, I think. Like we're, I mean, we'll have like a... No, we're going to try to have some kind of format to yeah, where yeah, we yeah. don't look like a bunch of assholes, but exactly. it's it going to be our first live stream. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that just like anything, there's going to be a few bumps. Yeah. I mean, we're just, it's not going to be like a normal show per se, but it'll be fun. It'll be like more of a hangout, I think, with some bullet points. So no one said it was going to be like a normal show, Joe. Well, see, this is the stuff you're going to see. Steve can't edit out the time that <laughs> Sam belittles joe so exactly (laughs) little joe i'm going miniature golfing the day after i'm looking forward to that oh yeah hit hit the that'll be fun what do you what do you call it when you're playing golf you hit the lane no what is it called hit the links yeah is it links yeah i was gonna say hit the lanes but that's that's uh bowling huh Mm -hmm. i don't know who cares (laughs) i suck at golf in any form is it themed golf? Like, is there a theme to the be, place you're going? Uh, it's, I know it's cosmic golfing for sure. I'm not sure. I think one oh. of them's underwater, so that's gonna be cool. And then I'm not sure of the other one, but that's always fun. I haven't been there forever. I haven't been miniature golfing a long time. What, so. I wonder if anyone's ever. I wonder if there's like a horror themed mini golf course somewhere out there in the uh, world. At Universal Orlando. Oh, it's like there really? has to be. 
Yeah, uh, they have um, an alien one, and they have a horror one. Well, horror. I mean, more like, I guess, Halloween scary than horror. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool, too. It's, uh, it's a fun course. Do you do that every time you go? I do. Yeah, it's, nice. it's actually a gigantic rivalry between my wife and I because we're, we're pretty evenly matched. So it's like bragging rights for the whole year. And it's just, so there's high stakes. High stakes. Are you, we go. Are you both shitty or are you both like... Oh, not, we're, like, we're awful. It's like, <laughs> nine, like 90s scores? Hundreds? Uh, yeah. No, it's not good. <laughs> yeah, Joe, it's, Joe golf's for real. I do. Yeah. I'm not very good, but <laughs> I get out there and I play. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good time. You know. <laughs> I remember when I was like nine, we were miniature golfing. I got pissed at like, I don't know, one of the bullshit things that blocks your shot. And I got the fucking club and just launched it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. It's a good, uh, I just like getting out into nature. Like it's nice, you know, it's, it's relaxing when you're having a really bad day. It's not that relaxing, but even a bad day on uh, playing golf is still a good day. So that's what I always say when I'm out there. Speaking of nature, thank you for correcting me on my incorrect uh, estimate for the Appalachian Trail. Whoever said it on the uh, Discord, it's like six, seven months, not 30 days, like I said. So <laughs> It's a big that's difference. quite wow. the accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. Someone's like, oh, well, Todd said it's only 30 days, so we'll just pack for 30 days. And then, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah. Dead. they're dead. <laughs> Todd's tip, number two. Google yeah. your plans before you go. <laughs> exactly. It's not like the Oregon Trail. Remember that game? Yep. Oh yeah, amazing! Every, everyone died of dysentery in that game. Yeah, yeah. Or snake bite. Yeah, I was gonna say I used to. I used to just be brutal. I would set like portions to meager, grueling pace, and like everyone's dead within two days or whatever. Did, did you pay the Indian to to get over the? Oh fuck river? no no! I'd co- I would cock that wagon just fuck. We'd fucking sink. You'd see all the people's bodies yeah. floating up in the water and shit. Good times. Oh yeah. Do you remember Cross Country USA too? That was like a popular game we played in school. No. I don't. I feel like not not a lot of people talk about that one as much. If anyone did play it in school, please in the Discord or whatever, message us because I want to know more people that played it. But basically, you were a truck driver. You would drive like an eighteen wheeler, and you would take exports whatever is in the truck to like certain places like in the country and you would set your speed. And like, if you went too fast, cops would pull you over. And if you didn't get enough sleep, you'd get into like accidents and stuff like that. So kind of similar to, to uh, Oregon trail, but yeah, it's nice. pretty fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Very cool. Um, all right. You guys ready to get some questions? We got quite a few this week. Yeah. Uh, so you can ask us those questions on social media at the horror squad podcast, or of course, on our fabulous discord great people there awesome discussions uh, this week was just and it was non-stop this week there's a lot of discussions going on so definitely ask us for a link and join us with all the horror fun so we're going to start here from rise horror corner he says who's your favorite actor to play jason mine has always been richard brooker now i was very i was a little confused tonight because sam asked me who played jason in this one the final chapter and i believe it's ted white ted am white i correct is, about yeah. that yeah yep. and brooke brooker was three yep. yep okay i mean kane hodder's always always like the obvious answer um so i've always been a fan of um cj graham i really like his portrayal as jason I, I'm not. I'm not too crazy on Kane Hodder. I in yeah. his movies he like breathes, and it's just, it's got a really, like uh, WWE WWF style to it. And I mean he's not terrible by any means, but uh, I'm thinking Ted White, man, because he's just a big, big fucking guy. So I'm going Ted White. And I have no preference. Come on. 
Not Derek I Mears? Mean, yeah, I was going to say, what about, yeah, the remake, Jason? No preference. All right. Uh, I, I'm more of a Kane Hodder guy, just because f- when I was watching Friday the 13th growing up, uh, the last few I saw more. It's only when I became like a late teen, early adult that I started watching the first few. Uh, and so that was always like the Jason to me, was Kane Hodder's version. Uh, but I do appreciate all of them. I mean, they're all really good. Uh, I, I also really like, surprisingly, uh, Ken Kersinger, the one from Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah, I, I feel like he took all the versions and like took the best of each one and kind of uh, did like the ultimate Jason. So I, I liked his performance as well. So if you're a Kane fan, though, you're not supposed to like him because yeah. he took he took the job. Oh. <laughs> it's not his fault, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if anyone. I wonder if anyone picks Ari Lehman. Oh hell no! Yeah, no. Or, or, or uh, Warrington, Warrington Gillette either. Oh yeah, he plays Who, it for like two minutes. Yeah, he like tries to like steal Steve Dash's thunder, like yeah. and stuff like that. But he was he was like unmasked Jason for two seconds in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love how career though. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I love <laughs> how Ari Lehman has been like touring on that forever. <laughs> like, hey, if you can, why, hell why, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. I appreciate yeah. the hustle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right. Next question is from Horror Fan Ryan. He says, "What's your favorite Friday and least favorite Friday movie?" Ooh, good question. So, well, I would say favorites probably New Blood. Really? Yeah, I think so. Part seven, where she's like a she can levitate shit. Okay, wait a minute. Maybe I'm getting confused. Part six, then. What's oh, part Jason six? Lives. Yes, Jason Lives is probably my favorite. Um, and then least favorite, oh man, um, Jason goes to hell for, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine's part four, um, for reason I'll tell, we'll talk about later. And my least favorite is probably Jason go, or Jason takes Manhattan. Just I, I find it super boring throughout like 90% <laughs> of it. Yeah. So all the boat stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I don't know. I have like, uh, I don't know. I think that's like one of the first ones I ever saw. So I just have like a real nostalgic mm. uh, memories great. on that one. It is, yeah. It really. Is. I don't even mind the boat stuff, honestly. Like I, <laughs> I think there's some fun stuff to be had in that, in uh, even on the boat there. Like I love when uh, he like, uh, what is it? She like sees like uh, young Jason like drowning like in the little peephole of the boat or something. It's pretty cool, memorable. Um, I'm not really a huge fan of Friday the 13th, so they all kind of mix in for me. Um, so there's not one I could pick out. Cool. Uh, I'm actually right there with Todd. Um, this one's my favorite, the one we're reviewing tonight. Um, I do have a fondness though for um, Jason Takes Manhattan as well, uh, because it is one of the first ones I saw. It's probably the second one I've seen, but my least favorite is definitely uh, Jason Goes to Hell. It's just, ugh, it's, it's no good. Uh, a while ago, I would have said Jason X, but it's been growing on me the last like few years or a few watches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like just so stupid that I appreciate it almost. It's a, one of those weird things, I guess. But yeah, Jason Goes to Hell is just not that good. Uh, okay, the next one is an interesting one that comes to us from Weezer Face. What is Jason? Vengeful spirit, zombie, discuss. Zombie. I, I say he's 100% a zombie. Yeah, I mean, it depends where you look at it in the series. I know part four, he actually dies. And then five, it's not him. And six, he comes back because he's resurrected. So some kind of deadite. I mean, he's reading from the Necronomicon. So 
Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, even though he's mentally probably doesn't have the faculties to read that book, but we'll go with it. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably a little bit of both. A little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, he's a zombie, like, I guess technically, but he's definitely a vengeful spirit as well. And because of all his powers and stuff and, you know, keep coming back from basically anything, yeah, he's got, he can't be just a zombie, you know, he gets hit in the head all the time. So it's not really that big of a problem. Um, all right. And Captain Amazing 85 asks, uh, what's the food pairing for Jason? So that one would be for Sam. Um, I don't know. I can't really think of anything for this week's pairing. Gotta go fish from the lake, right? There you go. Fresh <laughs> trout or something. Or whatever. Like camping food, right? Yeah. Whatever, oh, yeah. Or whatever woodland creatures Jason catches. <laughs> Throw them on the grill. Got them. Skin them. Ooh. All right. A little rabbit. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Two two weeks in a row we're doing some uh, some woods movie. We get a woods book last week and a woods. we're in the woods this week with the movie, so I like it. Maybe some Twinkies, a little bit of Surge. Might, <laughs> might have been a good crossover with uh, Trisha and Jason. Yeah. Oh, and there we go. Well, that would have made that fucking book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, you, know yeah. what? you know what? I'm, I'm just proud I awakened something in Joe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Spe- so I, speaking of, did you start reading that one yet, Joe, or not? Off season? No, not yet. Mm. Right. I'm excited, though. I'm excited to check it out. Well, yeah, and I agree. Camp food, I think. Anything that you eat, like when you go camping and stuff. Uh, s'mores. Yeah, sure. S'mores. Uh, I usually eat hot dogs or stuff like that. Like anything you could put quite easily over a fire and stuff. So. Uh, hot dogs are the staple, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's so easy. Chili, some chili. Ooh. <laughs> All right, his next question. Favorite Jason kill from any of the movies? Mine is the liquid nitrogen from Jason X. It's a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Even though... I'm still not a fan of that movie. I know people seem to be coming around to it more lately, but, um, you know, I'm going to go, I always, you know, I'm going to go a newer one, um, Freddy versus Jason, when he fucking just destroys the guy and then like folds the bed up and he just like, that's a good one. Yeah. He gets like put in half. It's awesome. I'll go one that's fresh in my mind from tonight is where he has like the, uh, fishing harpoon or whatever you call it fishing gun thing shoves in his wiener picks him up and then fires it that's pretty good mm-hmm. crispin glover's death's good too because he's like where's the fucking wine opener or corkscrew whatever he calls it and he fucking gets stabbed with it i'm gonna start answering before todd does because he keeps taking all my answers <laughs> they're mine <laughs> uh yeah that's such an that's such an awesome kill stop Definitely reading my, my reviews on letterbox steve yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> Definitely, that's my favorite one of this movie. Uh, I do like the liquid nitrogen one as well, um, but they're all, you know, they're all pretty iconic, I guess, uh, or at least most of them. So, but the one, the crotch one, was just so funny. So that, that'd probably be my pick, at least because that's the freshest in my mind. But yeah. Uh, and finally, which form of Jason would you want to fight versus which form would you be terrified to fight? I can take either Roy or Kid Jason, no problem. Ah, Roy's vicious, man. Don't don't sell Roy out. He's got that paramedic uh, old man strength going on for him. Plus, he's dealing with his dead son, so don't sleep on Roy. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with Roy. I I think Par 5 is, like, super underrated, so 
I've always I've always enjoyed it. Like I never was big on it, but then I uh, have come around to it lately, which I think a lot of people have. And yeah, don't sleep yeah, on Roy. Good. Mm-hmm. Take take Ari Lehman out of it though. So two through twelve, who you got? Ooh. Um. I think Steve Dash is the know. smallest out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and mm-hmm. I think the remake is probably the most dangerous. Yeah, um, he's the smartest. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so. Uh, that would be my pick. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. Unanimous. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Next uh, questions come from Your Geeky Neighbor. The final chapter is my favorite of the franchise and best, in my opinion. It's sheer mood and with the fact that kids know of Jason and see him stalking around a bit in film. What other films in franchise do you all think could have been benefited uh, to be made better if they featured the horror from the kids' perspective more. Uh, and he also says, also, Friday the 13th, New Blood is my second favorite of the franchise. Mm. So which franchise do you think would benefit more f- from having like a kid's perspective? That's a good question. Hmm. Like any horror franchise? Yeah. From like a child's perspective? Huh. Um, ooh. Texas Chainsaw would probably be terrifying from like a, ch- oh, yeah. a child's perspective. Um, so yeah, I'll go with that one. I mean, obviously, I mean, any of them would probably be great, but uh, that one I think would be especially like pretty damn scary. What about like um, Nightmare on Elm Street from a, like a yeah. elementary school age kid? Yeah. That'd be freaking totally. I mean, they, super scary. they sort of did that a little bit with the remake right where like oh yeah yeah but i mean it wasn't like a complete child's perspective but they kind of did some flashbacks and stuff so yeah a lot of them when you when you really start thinking about it are from a child's perspective yeah i'm thinking of all like the major ones i'm like well there's a lot of children you know child's play is children halloween it's not really from the child's perspective but there's children in it Uh, nightmare on elm street there is jason there i mean (laughs) i guess well you have halloween four and five right from jamie's perspective yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, so a lot of them surprisingly have child's perspective. At least all the big name horror ones. So maybe Leprechaun. Like, what, what does a child think of Leprechaun? Because he's playful. He's Well, you, you get know, the little kid fun. in the first one there. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's not really from his, you know, like right. a story from a kid's perspective trying to go up against Leprechaun, I think would be right. fun. <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> Which is kind of. Yeah, yeah, they got... Yeah, got, kids, uh, yeah, yeah. That one's actually probably more from a kid's perspective, really. Like part, lot, parts, big parts of it, anyway. Yeah. He left us. He left us. <laughs> All right. Uh, next questions come from Caleb uh, O'Brien. So he says, "Hey, squad, I'm really excited for this week's podcast because Jason is my favorite killer in horror, and the final chapter is one of my favorite horror movies. So my first question is about the magical dance by Crispin Glover." Who if asked you, that question, Steve? Sorry, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt you. Caleb? Caleb. Yeah, over on this Facebook, I think. Uh, so so my first question is about the magical dance by Kristen Glover. <laughs> if you had one scene in a movie to make a lasting impression, what would you do? That's funny because, like, I, they say the reason he did that is because they played a different song for him on set. I don't know what they could have done because that doesn't seem like it matches anything. <laughs> oh, man, he, I love I love that seen it's so much so bizarre <laughs> I he's, love a, it he's a dead it's fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's like a weird character in general 
Crispin, like as a person yeah. and stuff. I, I met him at a con once. Uh, Did you really? Well, I didn't technically like meet him. Like he wasn't signing autographs. It was just a special. Um, it was like a special night with Crispin Glover they did at the con and he uh, showed up and they did like a like a Q&A like with him like on all of his movies and stuff like that. That's he cool. Did, yeah, he didn't like sign autographs or anything, but yeah, it was cool. But yeah, he's uh, he's a, he's definitely an interesting dude. <laughs> yeah, bastard wanted too much money for Back to Future 2. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, apparently he's yeah, yeah he's quite the, quite the character. Willard, uh, so, right? Uh, so, good. yes. Uh, what would you guys do? So you're you're given a chance to be in a big franchise, like a big horror franchise, and they're like, you got one minute of screen time. Uh, what would you do to stand out? <laughs> oh man. Um, God, I don't know. You gotta pick like the coolest kill. Like, can I pick my kill? Yeah, that'd be cool. To be yeah. killed or to kill? Be killed. Like, because, okay. you know, you, you got those top Jason kills. That'd be dope to see yeah. which ones you can do. If you have like a really memorable kill, I mean, you could live off that in the con life for the rest of your life. Signing yeah, sign autographs of your death uh, <laughs> picture. That'd be great. <laughs> sure. I mean, if it's like super memorable, I'm trying to think of like a, a person whose kill was like so memorable that they've been able to make a career out of it, but nothing's like coming to my mind right now. I guess maybe Georgie, but he doesn't really do the con circuit, but. But he was doing cons, the younger or the uh, newest uh, one. Yeah, I meant I meant the original Georgie. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he's actually they found him like after like thirty years in hiding, and he's doing his like first signing ever, uh, through like an autograph company, which is pretty cool. Do they say what he's been up to? Just normal, normal stuff. I, no, it didn't say. It just said like we finally found him. He's been like missing for all these years, and he's yeah, because just... fucking Pennywise got him, duh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a good, you're right though. I can't think of anyone who's famous just because of their kill. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I do to get to like stand out in one minute of film. Get uh, naked. Yeah, but you know, not in a horror, <laughs> horror film. That's not <laughs> you know anything special, right. really. Well, if you're like how a monster dong, it's special. Yeah, if you, exactly. Yeah, yeah you get into a knocker <laughs> or something, you know. Full, full male, full male. You don't see full male frontal too often in uh, horror movies. I mean, oh, so. I'm gonna talk about one in my what watch this week. Oh, okay. I, I, have, I have one as well. Is it the same movie? It maybe. Let's <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I guess right. we'll see. Stick it's around a for the full on of... erected dog. <laughs> Whoa, erected too. Yep. Wow. Which is well, very, which is super rare. Definitely not the movie I watch. If you're watching porn, <laughs> that's what I was told. But no. <laughs> All right, well, stick around for the dong, everyone. Dong, Steve's dong reviews. Stay for the horror. Stay even longer for the dong. Ooh, even longer. I like that. Ooh, yeah, you like that. It's <laughs> a good question. I really don't know. Um, Sam, what would you do to stick out in one minute of film? I'm curious. Um, I don't know, Steve. Maybe just be awkward and silent, maybe. Or do a funny dance, or swing my tits around. Oh, I really don't know. <laughs> Be tough for a minute. Yeah, a dance is good. I mean, you know, I definitely mm-hmm. remembered Crispin Glover's dance in this, and it immediately made me think of Ed Harris's dance in um, Creep Show, which is another goofiest fuck dance. So, yeah, Father's Day, right? Is that the Father's Day? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah, Father's Day segment. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's 
it's up there with the Crispin Glover <laughs> mm-hmm. dance. Uh, all right. So it goes on to say, next, since the Friday movie seemed to be stuck in development hell besides the occasional fan film, if Jason ever returns to the big screen, would you like to see him in a solo movie, a versus, or a collaboration? So. Solo. Back to the roots. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so, too. I, I mean, what's... Who knows if we'll even ever get another one. Like, it's just like never yeah. seems like it's going to happen at this point. But I'm sure at some point things will set, get settled and stuff and we'll get something. Like, I, I, I never like the argument of people just saying let franchises die, um, especially like the classic slashers, because um, they're like our new universal monsters. So, like, you, you know, you, I would hate to see them just disappear forever in the the annals of horror so uh, i would say you know keep it keep them going are you ready for the idea oh yes and it's it's right now about to be like kind of uh in the mainstream so it's a good time to do it hear me out here multiverse friday the 13th someone opens a portal and all the jasons come into a city and just wreck fucking havoc just kills everyone that'd be fun that'd be cool that would be interesting for sure. Yeah. I like. I still like the idea of the uh, Jason movie that was never made of it being a found footage uh, movie with yeah, yeah Jason. That, I think really cool. that would have been cool. Like that was supposed to get made. They had the script written and everything, and just never it never uh, never got made. So I, I would love to see that. I think that would be a nice, cool, different change for the franchise. Yeah, and that one they had Jason as like a creature of the lake, like he would. Mm-hmm come out and then like absorb back into the lake it seemed pretty cool like it kind of sounds goofy and explaining it on paper it's pretty badass yeah totally i mean the fan films they've come out with recently have been kind of pretty good like i like them yeah don't hike in the woods and uh what's the other one called something with the snow don't hike. never never like never hike alone is the first one yeah 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 yeah, those ones are pretty fun. Like they're they're solid. Like and they're like what an hour long. Like they're like legit movies. They even brought Tommy Jarvis back, you know, for it. So, I mean, they're the closest thing to a Jason movie you're gonna get right now until the to the lawsuits are all settled. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, so Callum continues. Uh, Just because I enjoyed seeing Jason in the snow so much, I'd like to see a movie take place on Christmas and have Krampus show up at Crystal Lake to have a showdown with Jason. Um, yeah, so that'd be really cool. Uh, and finally, not Friday related, there are reports that Twilight of the Dead, an unreleased Romero movie, is in the works. So if done well, do you have faith that this movie can recapture some of the same magic as the first three of the Dead series? Or is it destined for mediocrity like the later movies? Thank you guys for your time as always. Can't wait to hear the review. Um, I guess it depends when he made it. I, haven't, I don't know much about this one. I don't know. You guys are the big Romero guys. Uh, it was written after survival, I believe. Oh, then it's gonna be terrible. So, I think, right? Steve, do you know any more <laughs> yeah, about it? Yeah, it's it, I, yeah, it's one of the last ones that. Yeah. Did, so. You know, you know, George had like a lot of scripts, so that were like huge in scope that had to been toned down due to budget. So maybe this is one of the latters. You know. Um, I doubt it. It's. I'm not holding out any hope for that one. <laughs> if it was made after survival. Yeah. I still have his book. That was an unreleased script that I haven't read yet. Oh, um, isn't then isn't like an unreleased movie coming out soon? I think like Arrow's releasing it or something. Yeah, yeah. the amusement park, the right? carnival yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually yeah. coming to Shutter like next month. Ne- next month. Yeah. 
Very cool. What what's that one? Is it like a zombie movie? No, it's it's more a psychological like thriller. It's not even really horror. Okay. Uh, technically, um, it's yeah, it's more of a mind game type thing. Cool. Yeah, it's following a guy, an older gentleman, at like a amusement park that supposed to be about like dementia and how like modern society leaves old people behind. I guess it was like it was he was paid to do it for like a I don't know some kind of foundation for older people and they found it so disturbing they're like never mind. Mm. So we'll see. Cool. Well, I look forward to it. Yeah, and I agree with everything I was said. So uh, I, you know, those last Romero f- films weren't exactly the best, but uh, who knows? Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question comes to us from Zach. He says, "Would you have been satisfied with the series if it was, in fact, the final chapter and the last time we saw Jason, aside from spinoffs and reboots? We all know Steve loves Jason Takes Manhattan." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess so, right? Like it kind of wrapped up the franchise like in a good way. I um maybe I would have liked a little more resolution. I mean, we'll get into that later, I suppose, but um overall like I, yeah, I liked how it kind of connected like all of the movies pro- previously to it and stuff like that and yeah, so sure. I agree. Yeah, 2, 3 and 4 happened on the same night or two mm-hmm. in the the universe, so yeah. I, I agree that it's kind of closes off that story like well, but I wonder if this, he would be as iconic if he had if they had ended at four. Um, I have a feeling that a lot of people discovered him for the later films uh, than the early films. Even the early films had a big impact. It's like a, a lot of people I know, at least uh, I guess my generation, quote unquote. Uh, discovered it from the latter film so I don't know if it would have been just more of an obscure you know series as opposed to the like almost the guy in Mm -hmm. horror so yeah no yeah I think you're totally right about that yeah I mean obviously four movies as opposed to 10 uh is a big or 11 is a huge or what is it 12 now I (laughs) I think 12 with the remake now so uh yeah I mean maybe not as iconic but I, I think he would still be you know, a uh, character people talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just shout out to Zach. Um, so he's on the Don't Be Crazy podcast and they just reviewed uh, the Friday the 13th remake. So check it out. It's a really interesting take on the on the movie. All right. And the last series of questions here come to us from Mandy. She says, hey, squad, what is your favorite piece of Friday the 13th merch that you own? Ooh, great question. I feel like Todd probably has the biggest, I feel like, out of all of us. Uh, maybe Kane Hodder sign mask. Um, but I really like my Adrian King sign poster. She's, mm-hmm. It's a really cool, cool artwork. So I'm going with, I'll, I'll go with Adrian King. All right. Um, hmm, I got some pretty, I got a few cool things. Um, but I'm going to go something kind of random, and uh, it's a, a vial of uh, cabin shavings from uh, the Camp Crystal Lake, like the cabin where they filmed the movie. So, And I have a bottle of the water, too, from Crystal Lake. So I'll go with those. Drink it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, do, you think I, do you think I'll get, I'll get Jace, yeah, Jason Powers, you think, if I drink it? Maybe I'll try it. <laughs> Maybe I'll drink it on the on the live stream on Saturday and we'll see what happens. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
I'll yes. pro- it'll probably mm-hmm. be a Trisha McFarland scenario where I'll just get <laughs> violent shits. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, Sam, you got any Jason stuff? I know you're not a um, big fan. I don't. I just maybe have one shirt. That's all. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> um, and for me, I'd say my favorite is a signed machete from Kane Hodder. Uh, it's a real cool. machete. So that one, that's why I like it so much. And one, and I know this is going to be controversial. Uh, I have a Funko Pop that I really like. That's 8-Bit Jason from the video mm-hmm. game. Uh, I just love the 8-Bit Jason stuff. It just... Uh, I always I would I thought of it getting the figure as well. There's a figure that they do of uh, he's kind of like blue and purple, yeah. um, because I used to play that game as a kid and I fucking just couldn't beat it for the life of me. Um, so it's just memories from that. So I, I really like the pop for that. Yeah, I have the figure. It has like a musical box in it too. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool. It's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I I also have a one I really like too. Is uh it's a NECA. Freddy vs. Jason figures. It's like the two of them fighting each other with like fire surrounding it. It's like yeah, that's really super cool. cool. Set. Yeah, it's a very cool set. And I also have the old McFarlane one where like it almost like they're like in a fish tank almost. Oh, like sweet. it's like a, it's like a mini aquarium. Um, I want the snow cool. globe. Yes, I don't have the Jason one. I have the Freddy one, which is really cool. That's they dope. made a, yeah the the Jason one would be cool to get too though for sure. Awesome. Um, her next question. How many Jason actors have you met in person? Oh, great question. Um, God. So I went, uh, ones I've actually met, I think is Kane and CJ that I've actually met. But I went, I mean, I've seen like almost all of them like in person because I went to a con where they had like a Friday 13th reunion where they got like every single person that played like Jason like at the con. Um, and they did like a photo op where they all dressed in costume, which was pretty cool. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think I've seen all of them besides Brooker because um, he passed away a long time ago. But other than that, I've, I've seen them all in person. Um, I took a picture with Steve Dash and CJ Graham. That was cool with them in costume. Uh, and CJ Graham on a poster, Kane Hodder on a mask and ken was at a con but i didn't meet him yeah dash and brooker are the only ones that have passed right i think everyone else is still living ted white's like 85 or something like no he's like he's like 90 he's like 90 90. wow yeah he's like he's like 94 i think and he's still like still kicking yeah he is i mean he was 58 when he did uh friday the 13th he's the oldest jason wow he's kicking and that's an 84 so Mm -hmm. yeah um so one thing that I just thought about randomly, uh, to all I've been to a lot of cons in the last decade. Not a single one had characters in in costume, like not one, which is weird. Like I, I just don't know why I'd never go to the cons that do that. So it's really cool you guys got to see like Jason. You know, <laughs> um, as far as which ones I've met, I've only actually met Kane Hodder, but I saw uh, Derek Mears at uh, Tech, uh, not Texas Frightmare at um, Rock and Chalk. Uh, so Joe, you would have seen him too. He was That's right. not too far from, I guess, where we were doing stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's the only two that I've seen in person, but I've met Kane a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that Todd mentions, and you guys mentioned the in costume, I got my, me and my friend got my, uh, our photo with Kane Hodder in Jason takes Manhattan, uh, costume, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's actually one I was supposed to go to, uh, that got canceled for COVID that he was going to be in Jason X which is oh, nice. rare, super rare. Yeah, I don't think he's ever done that. Yeah, I think that was mm-hmm. the... He's going to do Uber, Jason? 
I get. I don't know. That, huh. That's that's they announced it and then immediately canceled the con. So, uh, yeah. Uh, all right. And the final question we have tonight, um, still from Mandy. I know you all have horror masks hanging around. Which one is physically the closest to you right now? <laughs> that is your new villain mask. You know, funny enough, it's actually my Jason. It's a Jason mask. Which one? <laughs> um, it's like a cheap one. It's not like from like one of the actual ones. Like it's uh. I think I got it off like Wish for like five dollars, but it's actually like pretty nice looking for a cheap ass mask. <laughs> well, they're all in the basement. I'm not in the basement right now, I guess. But the closest one is probably Billy from um, Dead Silence. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna be a little puppet man running around, <laughs> little puppet guy. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Are you gonna be Michael or Creature from Black Lagoon? <laughs> Which is, um, I feel the, like the Michael one is the closest. <laughs> yeah, <All right. laughs> that's cool. I mean, that's a great mask to have. The... Mm-hmm. Original Michael or Rob Zombie Michael? Original. All right. Nice. I, I have a Michael mask, but it's like the worst. The hair is so awful that it's like, <laughs> I, I don't even want to put it out. It's one of those it's almost like a wish purchase for fuck's sake <laughs> yeah i have one of those too steve oh yeah yeah it's like the magazine it looks so damn good <laughs> or the website or whatever and yeah no nope. i always <laughs> want to troll um horror groups and be like hey guys look at this cool michael mask i have yeah. and then everyone will like shit on it mm-hmm. right um as far as the closest i have two that are stacked because i have so i'm starting to like put my autographs up in my basement and i have two that are like on top of each other i have Ghostface, which was signed by uh, which one? I forget which one of them signed it. One of them. Um, and I also have the um, Purge God one, where it says God across uh, the forehead. Uh, I just got in a band box like yesterday. So um, that's the two, I guess, that are closest to me right now. And yeah, that's it for the questions this week. Thank you very much for all the questions. We could not do this segment without you. And now a word from our deadly sponsor. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Well... What have you guys been looking at on the TV there? Oh, the old boob tube, eh? The old boober tuber mm. television set. Well, I'll say uh, part four was definitely the boob tube. It was. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Um, well, Tarman Jarvis coming out in you right now. Exactly. Uh, all right. So first one I have tonight is a 2017 film called The Blackwell Ghost. Uh, this one is a found footage film uh, shot like a uh, documentary, um, but it's about uh, this film student. Well, he's like a graduated film student, but he's, he's still trying to, you know, get his breakthrough film. And uh, he starts making a film about ghosts. And it starts out where, you know, he gets a lead on a guy and, you know, he goes to meet up with him and the guy kind of stands him up and he kind of hits a dead end. Uh, so that's it. Like, that's kind of it. And then we, we flash forward to like two years later and he gets a new lead. Uh, and this is where the movie picks up where, uh, this guy claims his house is haunted. So he goes and, uh, visits this guy's house. The guy kind of takes him through the house on a tour and, 
that's basically it um, for a while. And then the guy contacts him again, being like, hey, I'm going away. I want you to stay in my house for a few days to film your documentary. So, uh, you know, I can prove that, you know, this house is actually haunted and ghosts are real. So him and his wife uh, fly there and they stay in the house for a few days and spooky stuff ensues. Um, I actually really enjoyed this one. It's, you know, it's, it's only an hour long, which is nice. It's like super quick. It's quick. It's a quick mover. Um, but it's like really well done for like a found footage. I mean, it's like very similar, I guess, to a paranormal activity. Um, but it's, it's different and it's, it's very cool. Um, the way it's done. Like, so like the whole Blackwell ghost thing is like this woman who, so in the basement, there is a, uh, like almost like a sewer well that opens up and, uh, the rumor had it that like this woman like murdered kids and like stuffed them in this uh, well that's in the basement. So like you kind of get that whole mythos behind it too. That's creepy. And he's kind of um, examining that while he's there to see if that is real or not. And, you know, spooky ghostly stuff happens. Um, I will say the only like negative I have is I think um, the resolution to the movie could have been, um, a little better, but I do appreciate at the same time that it wasn't like cliche either, you know, like how kind of how like a paranormal activity ends where um, it's, you know, something like that. This one's more of like um, him kind of like ending the film, like as like a film student type thing, but it, overall entertaining has some pretty creepy parts and uh, I, I'd give it a recommend. I watched it today. Um, oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 you know, I troll everyone's uh, letterbox, and I, I yeah, saw yeah. that you rated uh, three stars. So I, I'm yeah, like, oh, I'll check it out. It's only an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, I found it a little cliche at times, like yeah, you know, like the water turning on and the cupboards opening, and sure. oh, the, the you know the basement door keeps opening, and he goes back. Oh, I bet you it's gonna be open again because like yeah, obviously. Yeah. So there were a little few cliche things, uh, stuff like that, but I like. The, the way it was done it yeah was, uh, it was unique mm-hmm. so yeah i'd recommend it as well for it's a short mm-hmm. film like you said so that's good yeah all right i watched a 96 movie called the dentist directed by brian usna who did a couple films return live dead three two um beyond reanimator and so on and so on sorry not return live dead two he did part three reanimator part two and three and society Anyway, this one's about a dentist that um, is getting cheated on by his wife. She's banging the pool guy. He's super greasy, literally. He has grease covering his body, and she's blowing him out in the backyard, and he's um, like, whatever. Um, but he witnesses that, and it just sends him on a, a downward spiral where he sees every woman as like a slut or whatever, and he starts having these weird fantasies about killing them, and then he you know, blacks out and kills people, chokes them out. And anyway, he's in his practice, and he's essentially torturing all his patients, like and it's um it's super 90s cheesy but it's also very gross because they have a really cool um fake head thing that they had like some really realistic teeth and he would get like a drill and like grind them up and blood would be squirting everywhere and stuff so i mean everyone i don't think anyone likes going to the dentist so when you see like dental work being gone amok or run amok then it's pretty gross so um i think that one's on tubi too and part two's on tubi as well if you want to do a double feature which i haven't watched part two yet but i plan to so the dentist on tubi and that I movie would... is fucking scary <laughs> yeah i was gonna yeah. say i haven't i haven't seen that one in a long time 
Yeah, the pool guy gets get a gets a BJ and then goes to the neighbor and gets a BJ from her. I'm like, this guy's <laughs> what? He's got grease covering him. <laughs> hey, you know, people like greasy men. What can I say? I, Sam likes me. I'm pretty greasy. Does it drip off you though, like your fucking slug? Greasy Italian, you know. <laughs> uh, Sam, did you watch anything uh, this week? You want to talk about it? About I did. Um, I want to talk about a show that I started first, Steve. Okay, so I started a new show that is on HBO. It's a crime show starring Kate Winslet. It is called uh, Mayor of East Town, and Kate Winslet plays Mayor Sheehan, who is an office police investigator in a small Pennsylvania town. She investigates a brutal murder as she tries to keep her life from falling apart. So while she's trying to investigate this murder that is happening in the town, so far there's three girls that have gone missing. So she's trying to figure out um, what these murders have in common, but she just recently got divorced her ex-husband is already about to get married she has a daughter who's going through growing pains and then she also lives with her mom but my favorite thing about this show is a few things Kate Winslet is hilarious in it like it has good comedy but it's pretty spooky too it's also very gloomy on most of the days that they film and I'm all about gloomy tv shows like that but my favorite thing is that it has Evan, Evan, hot smoking Evan from Old American Berg. Horror Story in it. No, oh. <laughs> no, Todd, sorry to disappoint you. It has Evan Peters in it and he plays a fellow detective and he's so good in it. I recommend everyone watching it if you can. It's a great show. Is it just it's only one seven episodes, but yeah, it's one season, only seven episodes, but I'm hoping it gets renewed. I mean, I'm sure they probably have already announced it if it did, but yeah, it's great. Cool. Is it going to be like a show that's continuous or one of those like one season that complete story? I think it's going to be a one and done like anthology. I mean, if maybe they'd go anthology with it, but I think this like it's going to be like a one season and done sort of like True Detective was, you know? Yeah. But I agree. It's very good so far. Cool. All right. Uh, so my first one, I alluded to it a little bit before. Uh, so it's a uh, 2021 film over on Shudder. It actually came out pretty recently. Uh, and that's called Fried Berry. So this is a South African film. Uh, it's about a junkie who uh, just like wanders the streets and he gets abducted by aliens uh, the aliens probe him up the mouth, the butthole, and his erect penis that is on full display, uh, which is so rare for a movie, but anyway. And all this stuff happens, and then he gets shot back down to the streets. I think it's uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. I'm not 100% sure, but some South African city. And the movie is literally him going through the city and going into bars, going into like getting into these weird situations that just make no sense. And then there's no rhyme or reason for the film at all. It's just him wandering the streets and getting into these weird situations. And he barely talks. He just looks super weird and he acts super weird. And there's like a series of events, like within five hours, he gets laid like four times by different people. Uh, he goes to a like some place and then he goes to the bathroom and gets a blowjob from some dude. Then he goes to a club and all these women want to sleep with him. And he, he ends up like, picking up like a milf 
who fucks him. Then he leaves the place and a prostitute picks him up and she she fucks him and it's just and then he goes with his old girlfriend and she fucks him and it's like it's the weirdest thing it's got a crazy dance scene like that would rival uh crispin glover's dance scene because it's like longer and he acts super weird he does weird like facial contortions this movie is fucked up it is one of those movies that you need to watch while you're drunk or high because if you're not like i was like completely sober Oh my god, I was just rolling my eyes. Like it was funny sometimes at how weird it got, but it made no fucking sense. It was almost like Kuso in in terms of just being all over the place with no rhyme or reason, but not that gross. So thank thank God. <laughs> um, so if you like really fucked up weird movies, check this one out. But for me, it's a yeah, it's a pass. <laughs> so is it kind of like a greasy strangler type? I haven't maybe? seen it. Oh, you oh Steve, please. I know, I can't find it. It's like it's like 40 bucks to buy on Blu-ray and none of this. It's worth it. <laughs> All right. Is it my turn again? Yep, back to you. All right. All righty. Uh, my last one is a 2020, another 2021 release. Um, actually, my last one, my first, last one wasn't a 2021 release. So anyway, uh, this one is called Redwoods. It is a found footage film. Um yeah, found footage kick, I guess, this week. Um, but this one is about a group of Herb X enthusiasts, um, which I had to Google because they kept talking about how they were like super into Herb X, which is uh, short for urban exploration. So it's about uh, these people who kind of go out into the woods and stuff like that and, you know, explore man-made structures that are abandoned and stuff like that. Um, and when they're out in the woods... Um, they, uh, they find like a, a graveyard, um, and some haunted stuff starts happening to them, but then there's also, um, a guy they find that's part that they just find out in the woods, um, who could potentially be a killer. Um, I don't want to give anything away. Um, but basically crazy stuff happens while these group of people are out in the woods. Um, yeah, I did not like this one um, at all. I found it mainly boring for the most part, and I love found footage movies, but this one just like it was just like so boring. Um, it just took forever to get going. It was li- literally just like them just kind of like walking and talking in the woods for very long periods of times in the movie while finding these abandoned structures, but nothing really interesting happened for um, you know until we started getting towards the end. Then it kind of started picking up, but by then. I was like checked out. So um, currently it's one of my worst of the year. So uh, we'll see if it stays there or not. But yeah, I would not recommend. Alrighty. Mine is a 1986 film currently on Tubi. And it's called Slaughter High. This one has a wiener in it, but it is flaccid. So it's not a wreck like Steve's. Um, but this is pretty run-of-the-mill plot. Uh, you start with a group of kids in high school that, you know, prank this one nerdy guy. They, they got the hot chick leading him into the women's locker room to have sex, and then they film him nude. Um, they dunk him. They, you know, humiliate the guy. But it's not over for that. It's not over that, or, you know, you think they would have enough recording his wiener out for everyone to see. But they follow him to his chemical, um, not chemical, but it was fucking when you're in school and you're working with chemicals. What's that called? Chemistry, duh. They go to his chemistry <laughs> class, right? And they rig something to freaking explode. 
and it freaking burns him and he's all this disfigured and he gets ass in his face and all that shit fast forward you know 10 or so years later they're having a reunion at the school and then he shows up to uh kill everybody and you you root for him because they're so mean to him for no damn reason he's a really nice kid he's got a he's got a big old wiener and they're making fun of him so i don't get it uh but slaughter high has some really cool kills it's got electric bed where they're having sex they grab the metal part and they die um, they got some cool acid in a beer can gag where it melts his stomach out and his tenses fall out. It's pretty good. Um, the soundtrack, though. Ooh. Harry uh, Mandafini, or if, however you pronounce the name, who did Friday the 13th, does this score. But he does this one part that he uses over and over and over and over and over again with different instruments that it just drives me crazy. Um, but overall, like some really cool kills. And then it gets to the ending where it's kind of one of those endings where you're like, so did all this really happen? And you're like, oh. So it kind of, you'll either love it or hate it at the end, but the kills are really good and you can do worse. So Tubi, Slaughter High. All right. Uh, Sam, you got one last one? No? You don't want to talk about uh, the little short we watched? I'll let you lead with it, Steve. All right. Uh, so it's, it's not my what watch, but um, Sam, Joe, did it's you watch what, the It's Steve's what starred, what starred in. Right. Uh, Todd, did you end up watching it? I did when I was making breakfast when Joe was being mean to me. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so, so I won't go too much into it uh, because it's only touring festivals right now. It's not officially released, so I don't want to give anything away. But uh, we have a friend uh, whose name is Stephen The Rock, and he made his first short called The Rage. And it's been touring festivals. It's been winning a bunch of awards. And it's been out for like a month-ish uh, now but I finally got to, well we all finally got to see it uh, this past weekend as the first time that we got to watch it and uh, yeah I really liked it I thought it was really cool uh, if you watch it you'll notice a little uh, a little cameo from someone you <laughs> might recognize and uh, yeah I once he releases the film I'm gonna do a bigger like kind of review of it and maybe even have uh steven the rock as an interview because even though it's a short and you know usually we kind of go into more like bigger movies and stuff i, I know he's gonna be huge one day uh, the the guy's like 20 and he's got so much ambition and drive and vision mm -hmm. and he's a huge horror fan um yeah he's a really good dude so when it comes out i'll talk about it more but if you happen to see the rage at a festival uh, check it out and support him it, it's uh, it's really good yeah, definitely check it out. When I was watching it, I saw Steve's little cameo and I was like, what the heck is that Steve? I was like, that is too funny. I loved it. I thought it was really good too. Um, I didn't know what to expect and I had helped shared when he was starting the project and all of that stuff just to kind of get the word out. And I'm just so happy for him and I can't wait to see where he goes. Yeah, me too. That's uh, really cool. Was that a crowdfunding perk, Steve? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, I helped like fund his movies. Nice. So I bought a bunch of stuff, uh, signed posters, and Sweet. I decided to put uh, myself in it. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, not? The, the movie is extremely well shot, well mm -hmm. acted too. It's a nice little yeah. indie. It was, yeah. it was. It was very well done. I was very impressed, especially for his age, for a twenty year twenty year old kid to put on a movie like that. I mean, the quality was great, and the story was super entertaining, and there was never really a, a, a dull moment. So I, I, I loved it. Yeah. And he pushed through it through COVID. 
Like he had to do this during COVID and in Canada, we're like really fucking serious about COVID. It's like restrictions are super high. So it must've been really tough to make and then to, to like promote and festivals when a lot of festivals are closing. It's yeah, man, I, I really, he's awesome. He's doing a great job. So, but we will talk about it in the future once it gets its full release and stuff like that. Um, all right. So my last film of the week is a movie from 2015 on Netflix called Circle. Uh, so this movie is a group of 50 people suddenly wake up and they're standing on these red dots and they're in a circle and there's this like machine in the middle and they don't know why they're there and they just randomly got there and they quickly figure out that if you step off the circle that you're on you die or you get zapped by the machine that's in the middle and you're done and then uh every i think it's every minute or two minutes someone gets zapped and it seems random at first, but they eventually figure out that they can vote for who gets that next. So it becomes essentially like a reality show, almost like Survivor, but more literally, where you essentially vote uh, who dies next with the idea of being who's going to survive last. And there's like different strategies, like do you kill off who's older? Do you kill off like people who are maybe a couple? Do you kill off kids because... No one's going to want to kill off kids if they get to the end. So maybe kill them off early. It, it's it's a really interesting, like psychological experiment. And I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, the, you know, 98% of the movie takes place in that one room. And it's just really trying to figure out who's going to die next. Like, what would you do? What Like, what strategy would you employ to try to survive? It's super fucking interesting. Uh, I really liked it. I think the only negative is the ending is a little iffy uh it's it, it it could have been really cool but they did something that i wasn't a big fan of but other than that i i highly recommend this film it's super cool on netflix uh, called circle liked it too me too i don't remember the ending though <laughs> but i remember being um super anxious watching it i liked it mm-hmm. I, I liked it too there you go. And uh, for those wondering, because I know I'm going to get asked, uh, the reason I didn't review Evil Bong 420 <laughs> this week is I, I don't have anything left to say about the series. So I'm just going to finish the series on my own. And once I'm done, I'll give a recap of the last like five of them, because it's really the same thing over and over again. Uh, and then I'll do a quick like, which one I think you should watch if you're going to watch one, because someone asked me to do a ranking. <laughs> so I'll do that. But I won't talk about it week to week. There's just nothing left to add. It's the same shit over and over again. Will you be adding an evil bong to your collection? I know Full Moon yeah. sells them. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, actually, in Evil Bong 420, and I don't want to talk too much about it, but <laughs> they pushed their merch. So in, in, in the back, so it's in a bowling alley. It's actually the same uh, bowling alley they use for uh, sorority babes and slime oh. bowl, uh, slime ball bowlerama. And in the background, they have all the like full <laughs> full moon merch, like all the different like statues that they have and the movies, and they're just like sitting there like a total fucking uh, ad for their shit. Charles and they Band, have. Man. Yeah, and they have uh, cameo appearances from like Ginger Dead Man and Ooga Booga and Gosh. a bunch of others. So yeah, it's it's something else. All right, so that trivia? All we got trivia. Get some trivia's out. I'm uh, I'm getting them out. I'm whipping them out. Whip them out, big man. I gotta get mine from Instagram from some people. Okay. All right. The uh, points are as follows. Scroll down a little bit. Sam falling up the rear 32. Steve 
48. Joe right behind him. 49. Oh, it's a tie for first. 49, oh. me and Joe. Oof. Tiebreaker tonight for sure. Unless we both get zeros, which is possible. <laughs> Who would like to go first? I'll start us off. Um, okay. First question comes from our good friend Kayla. Um, her question was The people under the stairs takes place in what U.S. city? Ka-o. Um, right? Uh, I'll go. Incorrect. I have no idea. Philadelphia? Incorrect. Oakland? Incorrect. Damn. The correct answer is Los Angeles, show, City man. of Angels. Darn You're on the right track there, Todd. Yeah. You were. I thought you were going to say stay. I had it. I had it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go. I got my Weezer Face question here. Nice. From Miss Weezer Face and her cats. Cat or cats? Oh, cats. Something. Cats. Okay. Uh, how long? Without going over, did it take to film Jaws? How many days? Without going over? Without going over, I'll give you a hint. Originally, it was supposed to take 55 days. Hmm. So keep that in mind. I'm going to go... 76? 76 is on the board. Okay, I was going to say something close to that. I don't want to like screw over seven. <laughs> yeah. 77? <laughs> yeah, I'd be a dick about it. Uh, <laughs> let's go 90. 90s on the board. 30. Joseph. <laughs> Joseph, you sweet angel. No. <laughs> uh, Steve, what was yours? 90. 90 is the closest 159 days. Oh, geez. Oh, all right. Wow. It's oh. a long time. Yeah. I, I mean, you filmed it in the ocean. So, yeah. And, naturally. Uh, the, the, the shark kept dying yeah. and breaking apart. And, yeah. I'd be terrified of doing anything in the ocean, filming a movie. Gosh. Yeah, no kidding. You're just asking for it. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll go next. Um, shout out to Kayla for this week's trivia questions. Kayla. What is the body count in the Babadook? Zero. Um, two. I'll just go one, I guess. Unfortunately, Joe gets it. Zero. I, I don't remember anyone, but I'm like, <laughs> might as well put a guess out you there. Never know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, I got more trivia questions than I could for the week, but I'm going to ask <laughs> one per person who sent me one. So I'll use the other ones in a future episode. Uh, nice. So the first question is from Horror Fan Ryan What was the name of the workout video Axel's watching in the movie tonight? Oh, God. I didn't know there was a name. <laughs> That's funny. He's such a uh, creeper. Suzanne Summers. <laughs> no. <not yet. laughs> Dance fever. No. Uh, babes. No. <laughs> such a weird workout video. It yeah. is. So it's actually called Aerobicize. Uh, do, do you know who is featured in it? I'll give you a point if you do. Quigley. Uh, uh, what's her face there? Farrah Fawcett. No. No Cindy, guess. Cindy Crawford. No. So it's actually featuring Darcy DeMoss. Who I don't is, know that name. Who is uh, <laughs> actually someone in Friday the 13th Part 6. Oh. All right, Darcy, you make your cameo. Girl. Oh, Darcy's the one that rides the guy in the RV. 
I think I so. Yeah. yeah, nice. So thank you, Ryan, for that. Right. Back to me. No. Back to me. Back to you. All right. In which movie did Jason acquire his trademark? Three. Correct. Yeah. Damn it. Hey. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Um, Kayla keeping us employed here with these, all these questions. Yeah, seriously, thank God. <laughs> I don't remember. Did yeah. I ask you guys? No, I didn't ask you because I know Sam didn't watch it. I didn't want to um, intentionally not get her a point. So that's kind of a Holocaust question. I will not ask that one. Turtle. <laughs> Turtle is incorrect. It's actually, no. All right. In the movie Scream, who is the first person killed by Ghostface? Uh, what's the her boyfriend casey becker's boyfriend steve becker steve becker with yep well steve orth but i'm gonna give it to you right That's fine <laughs> they were they were engaged anyways and he's big and he plays football and he was gonna mm-hmm. take her name right. <laughs> <laughs> very progressive i like it <laughs> he got gutted though poor poor guy yeah, in the uncut, in the uncensored version, you actually see like his entrails coming out. Right. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's br- that's you know you forget how brutal Scream is. Mm. Like in the in the director's cut, yeah, it's like super gory. Alrighty, um, okay. In 1960s Psycho, where does Norman Bates hide Marion's crane crane's belongings after murdering her? In the trunk of a car and like a little pond thing. Mm-hmm. In the floorboards. Um, I guess you're, I think you're right, Todd. Yeah, I think so Pretty too. Pretty sure I am, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, just how she typed it, sunk them in the lake. So I feel yeah. like that's Yeah, it's in the a car, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't remember, so. A little twerp, Norman Bates. All right, Todd gets a point. I still stand by. You got to see part two. Part two is really, really good. Part two. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, part three too. Like I'm, I call three. Part four is kind of lame because mm-hmm. it has Mick Garris directing. That guy's a twat. <laughs> hey, I like is The he? Shining. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Steve, I'm almost done with the with the stand. I'm gonna yeah. watch both versions of the uh, the miniseries, which is an undertaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Have you watched one fully yet, or? I watched one so long ago. I think it was one of those things where it's on TV and you're a kid and you right, watch right. it. So mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of. I love, ah, excuse me, a lot about it besides I think Kareem Adil Jabbar is in it. He is very briefly, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. Almost bring, done. Bring out your dad. That's all Terrible he says. Delivery. The whole movie. <laughs> yeah. I haven't I haven't seen any variation of the stand. Well, I think one day we should do it. The uh yeah. the ninety six hours, series. man. Six hours. I mean, we've done it before with the shining. We did, TV, we did TV seasons. So. That is true. Right. We did Stranger yeah. Things, right? I, I think one day we should do the stand uh, miniseries. Okay. Anyway. Uh, all right. So this question comes to us from our buddy, Armando. Buddy from boy. The, from Let's XP Gaming Podcast. Oh. So he asks, what actor plays Winona's bully boyfriend in Edward Scissorhands? Um, f- oh, gosh, damn. What was the question? What actor plays Winona's bully boyfriend in Edward Scissorhands? Oh, I, I, I mean, I can't think of his fucking name right now. I got it, dude, but I can't oh, fucking yeah. get it out. It's stuck in my butt. All three Come of on. you look like you're painfully thinking of it. <laughs> like... He was in The Breakfast Club. Yes. <laughs> Why can't I think of his fucking name? Oh, that's going to kill me. 
He gets fucking stabbed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He deserved mm-hmm. it everyone, too. Everyone's screaming at us right now. He was also in the Dark Knight, and he was in the Dead Zone. <laughs> it's, it's not what movies <laughs> has it or boyfriend been in. <laughs> guys, give up? Yeah. Yeah. Give us a hint, since it's on the tip of our tongues. Uh, okay. Well, we already got all the movies. Steve. He's in. <laughs> His name is Steve. No, I'll give you one hint. He's got three names. Oh, Anthony Michael Hall. Damn it, motherfucker. That's correct. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Fucking Anthony. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. All right, get it. That's my turn. So yeah, no, yep. no. Okay. Alrighty. When was Jason born? I want the date and the year. Uh, today is his birthday. Uh, 1937. I don't know the date. 1937? He's, yeah, he's old. <laughs> what? He died in the 40s, right? I would, I would, no, he I thought he was 60, like 67. But, uh, I don't know that. I don't remember the okay. date, though. What? He's old. Why did I... You guys are confusing me, especially <laughs> since I'm not like a Friday the 13th mm-hmm. fan. You, you guys was are he... lucky my uh, my room is dark here because I have his tombstone like right over there. I can't see it from here. <laughs> Let me see it, Steve. Okay, yeah. why is Todd saying he's born in the 40s and you guys are acting like his birthday is not Friday the 13th? It is. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he wants a date, so the I don't know what month. I guess I'm October, gonna grab, Friday. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab my Crystal Lake Memories book. <laughs> it's July, Friday the 13th, 1976. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, think all, I think we've all had our guesses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was born June thirteenth, nineteen forty-six. This part. Forty-six. Wasn't that far so okay, wait a minute. Yeah. Someone needs to school me. Forty-six. <laughs> yes. So why am I watching Jason movies in the eighties? I don't understand. He was in his forties at that point. Yeah. So she's been killing all these years. No, he just... came. She came back in like 1980. So, like, she just snapped. Well, because when Jason died, it was probably like maybe 1960. Maybe. He was like teenager. So, he was 20 yeah. something when he died? No, he was no. kids. He was like maybe well, 13, why- 14. So, if he was born in 46, let's say he was like 13. So, he died in like 1959, maybe. And then she came back in 1980, 70. So, when did the well, first. Remember, they, she comes back because they're reopening. Crystal Lake the thing yeah. where he died and she's like fuck that yeah you guys didn't watch him blah 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 mm-hmm. so that's why she comes back like 20 years later yeah yep hmm. All right, I Connor. never knew that okay I have another one from Kayla but I really wanted to ask this question Kayla so I will not be asking this one today but you gotta tell me who said this and what movie it's from we like to get fucked up too and do some fucked up shit. Um, we like to get fucked up too. And do that some fucked up be, shit. Is it Return of the Living Dead? No, that would be Baby in House of a Thousand Corpses. That's no. correct, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Also yes. would have uh, accepted Jerry. With yeah, says, G- Goober. Yeah, we like to get <laughs> fucked up too. And yeah. do some fucked mm-hmm. up shit. Mm-hmm. When they're at the, the wet hot pussy liquors. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can't wrap my head around that Jason in the <laughs> 40s. So basically, he's like 85 years old running around. <laughs> Is he? What the fuck? 
I mean, well, in this movie, in part four, we just watched, she was like, yeah, like 40-something. Yeah, he's got the old man strength. That's why he's so powerful. Okay, see, that's mm-hmm. why I'll never, I'll never be well, he was a, fran- a franchisee-an enjoyer. Michael's why? Like Mike, Michael's, Michael's, yeah, Michael's not that young either. Oh, Michael's like 20-something. I think he is in his 20s in that first movie, maybe, when he escapes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he's like he's like 60 in h2 in h2o he's like 40 something and then in the new one he's like 60 yeah something. but that's later on like we're talking <laughs> about the fourth friday the 13th yeah okay all right question is this is a tagline oh no dream girls can be a nightmare dream girls can be a nightmare uh, is it nightmare on elm street five <laughs> Pulling a number out of his butt. I'm just trying to th- recap the <laughs> synopsis of each in my head. Dream girls can be a nightmare. So, be Gen- Jennifer's else. body. Steve, uh, no. Joe, no. Todd, what's your guess? Dream girls can be a nightmare. Um, if Todd gets this wrong, can you give us a decade? No. Dream girls can be a nightmare. Uh, Ginger snaps? Nope. Damn it. <laughs> no one gets a point because you guys already have enough points. All right. Okay. What was it? The babysitter. Oh, oh darn. All right. All right. Last question. I got to get this one second. Ty Joe again. He's <laughs> leading by one. Uh, this one <laughs> comes from Kayla. Damn it, Kayla. When, when asked, why are you doing this? The strangers in the strangers. Because you're home. Because yep, you're home. That's right. Tied you up, yet? <laughs> yes. I knew the answer too. I just was trying to let Steve finish. To well, be you know what? I'm not courteous because I'm competitive. So I have a bonus boner, boner. Oh, boner, boner. I have uh, a boner. Turtle is incorrect. <laughs> okay. You gotta use. This, you gotta put this question at some point, though, Todd. Since Turtle, why well, yeah. she needs to watch Cannibal Holocaust first. <laughs> without refuse. without animal death, they have a version where you can skip. They do. Out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's really not even worth it. If we're being honest. I think it's a good movie. Well, I want the trivia point. I'm gonna write down every little main point in that movie when well, I. Well, you're see. not gonna see the trivia point if you watch the uncut version. I mean, the cut. Turtle. Version. Fine. <laughs> okay. In the Omen, who is Damien's real mother, or what is Damien's real mother? Satan. Incorrect. Bloody Mary. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I haven't seen the Omen forever. Yeah. The answer is a jackal. Uh, oh. There's another really? bonus one. This is oh. our from Kayla, by the way. I'm using a ball of Kayla's. <laughs> In Orphan, what is Esther's real age? Oh, like 42? Uh, 42 is no. on the board. 36. 36 is on the board. 63. Oh. Incorrect. The answer is 33. Ah, close. Creepy. Very. All right. Points are as follows. Sam, 33. Steve, 49. Joe, 52. Todd, 52. That's a tie game, everybody. It's a close. It's a close game. Neck and neck. All righty.
three times before, you have felt the terror, known the madness, lived the horror. But this is the one you've been screaming for. <gasps> Friday, the 13th, the final chapter. Jason is back. He moves like a shadow, dark and silent. Sorry, you change your mind? He never utters a word. He doesn't even seem to breathe. Where the hell's the corkscrew? He simply, mindlessly, mercilessly, kills. But now, Jason's reign of terror is over. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Jason's unlucky day. Let me pull out Friday the 13th, the final chapter. After being mortally wounded and taken to the morgue, murderer Jason Voorhees spontaneously revives and, and embarks on a killing spree as he makes his way back to his home at Camp Crystal Lake. So this one starts off with a recap from part two. If you watch part two and three, they all have recaps of the previous movie. Um, this one is set on the same night or nights as part two and three. So it's like he goes from one rampage to the next, which is a really cool touch in my opinion. Um, so Jason uh, finishes his killing spree in part three. Paramedics come take him to the morgue, but he's not dead. He comes back and then he makes his way back to Camp Crystal Lake to a new group, a new side of the uh, lake where he's starts um, terrorizing a new group of people. This time it's a group of friends, um, young college kids, old high school friends. I don't know, 20 year olds that rent a cabin and they're having a party. Next door neighbor, we have Tommy Jarvis played by Corey Feldman. He's like, what, 10, 10 or so years old. His mother and his sister who are lovely people, I might add, I just love them. Um, they're hanging out, they have a nice little doggy. There's another gentleman that's going around Camp Crystal Lake looking for his lost sister because he wants to fucking kill Jason. He's gonna do it. He's got a knife, he's got a gun, he's camping, he's ready to go. So yeah, Jason comes back and he starts killing off teens and leave it at that. Um, Sam, since you're not really a huge fan, why don't you give us your thoughts first? Okay, well, I didn't realize that this the one that we're reviewing is the fourth one? Correct. Okay, so two, three, and four happen all on the same night? Correct. That's amazing, I never knew that. Um, okay, so I'll just lead off with saying that Joe said this one is the most popular one that people tend to like and then I was also excited because I had Corey Feldman in it and all that I really remember was just him shaving his head and looking like Jason so I was excited for that and I didn't realize that he was into mask making which I thought was so cool I loved that I loved his mom and his sister and I wish that it would have been more focused on their family not the fucking teenagers or young adults across I felt like that was too much like I didn't need to see their whole fucking boring night slow dancing playing with Cheeto puffs taking a shower and then going to go have sex like the party's been going let's time to wind it down like enough is enough I'm bored um and I wasn't really connected to any of the characters at the party which I know is the point don't forget about so, the vintage porn 
what's the, oh yeah that guy was so fucking annoying i was getting so annoyed anyway um but i'm just so confused because i was asking joe all these questions about jason and now i'm even more confused knowing that he was born in the 1940s because it sounded like i think joe said he had been living but he's dead is that right and has does his mom know that he's alive but he's dead like does she ever see no, because she's already dead. She's dead in part one when he's still a young boy. But the okay, continuity, the continuity it... is a little wrong, though, oh, if you think okay. about it. Because she comes back 20 years later, and it's kind of like a flashback, but he's still young. So you kind of skip that one. But Okay, he... so while he's dead and thriving, she's dead and not thriving. Correct. Like, he witnesses her decapitation from the first movie. Because he, like, lives in the woods. Okay, but how did he become alive again? He, uh, He's a movie, zombie. Movie magic. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, so, yeah, anyways. Um, so, I was thinking that the whole scene with Corey Feldman looking like Jason, I thought it was because he went crazy and we were supposed to think, like, now he's evil. And I know they kind of hint to that at the end of the movie, but I don't know the movies of where Tommy comes back so I don't know but I don't think that that's what they're trying to tell me is that Tommy's now evil because he was killing Jason with like that where he hugs his sister or whatever um I think he was just killing Jason because he's into spooky stuff he knows how killers are so I think he was just trying to make sure that he was dead for once and all do you want, for this do you want a Tommy history lesson what happens after one yeah so in part five which doesn't have Jason in it Tommy's like 20-ish and he goes to a group home for like troubled teens or kids or whatever and they're like he has flashbacks of Jason constantly and he kind of has like a mental thing where he he thinks he sees him or maybe he thinks he's turning into him and then he sees Jason come back and he's like fuck he's back but it's not really Jason it's a guy pretending to be him then part six he's all he's all better and he goes back to Camp Crystal Lake for closure um, to see Jason's grave and that he accidentally um, resurrects him by stabbing him with like a pole and lightning strikes it and then he has to kill Jason all over again oh shit Corey Feldman's that one too oh like, he is okay because I was asking Joe I was like so is he in any other ones and he said no just the kid one so then I didn't want to I didn't have any interest in uh watching them but maybe I'll yeah. look for like a YouTube video about he, he's in like a flashback but flashback. it's more he's a like flashback. 30 years old in okay. part six yeah Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was fun and campy, whatever. I personally thought there were too many, um, titties in this one. I know you guys like your tits, but I don't know, as I'm getting older, I think it's kind of weird that no offense, but I think it's kind of weird that like people our age are watching like teenagers with their boobs out. I don't know. Maybe it's, I feel like it's, I don't know. We'll talk about that in some other episode, but it's fine. But I just felt like it was a little too much. Like, I didn't, I want to go see Tommy making his mask. I don't want to see Sally, Jesse, and Raphael dancing with their little boobies out. Okay, and I have another scene to pick apart just real quick. Good. Um, the shower episode where they're, like, confessing their love but not their love for each other, where that guy's like, I feel like I'm in heaven. And she's like, I think I'm in love. Well, they die, so well it's just stupid like give me a break <laughs> he doesn't love you he's just trying to get in your pants which he already did so enough is mission accomplished 
Um, but yeah, I just, I, my favorite parts were the family, Tommy's family. Yeah, they wanted a Tommy sandwich. Mm. A tuna people. sandwich, tuna mm. salad. Mm. Oh. Because that's what she was making for dinner and they wanted pizza. <laughs> Trivia question. Joseph. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, so it's been a minute since I've seen this one. Um, I think the last time I saw it actually was out in the woods, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, they did like, like a Friday the 13th screening out in the woods. So maybe about five or six years ago. So that was the last time I saw this one. Um, I always remember this one being like the best one or one of my favorites. Um, so I was excited to revisit it. Um, and I still like really enjoy this one. I gotta say though, after watching it this time, um, it's not definitely not my favorite one. It, it was a little, um, lackluster in parts from what I remembered, like especially the kills. I felt like the kills were kind of weak in this one. There's not like any of that were like super memorable as far as like the franchise goes, which um, was kind of a bummer for me. But other than that, like I really, I mean, the last like half hour is great. Like I love when Jason goes into like full Jason mode and kind of goes at them. Uh, so, I mean, I love all that. I mean, Crispin Glover is just a gem in this movie. Um but yeah, I mean, I, I think the biggest problem I have is that there's no like, like obviously like part two and three, you had like, and even one, you had like those like iconic memorable final girls or like a character you could like really connect to. And this one there was, I mean, I guess Tommy is the one you connect to in this one. Um, but there just wasn't like anyone uh, like a final girl in this one. Like, I think it's supposed to be the sister, but I mean, just did she didn't work for me as like a great final girl. So I think that's the biggest weakness um, for this movie. But overall, fun movie. Um, and yeah, I dug it. Steven. Um, yeah, so like I said, this is my favorite one of the series. Uh, I just think it's a, like a lot of fun. It's like they didn't take it too seriously. It's uh, just a bunch of teens having fun, acting goofy. Uh, there's a lot of fucking goofy shit in this movie, which I personally loved. And I think that's why it's the most rewatchable, I find, of all of them. Uh, you know, like, the, just the, the workout video. Uh, no, nobody's working out like that. It's just, like, them asses to asses and just, like, twerking, essentially, like, for really no reason. Wait, you um, don't? No, no, I don't. Uh, a, I should. I, I, probably, <laughs> I probably should, but yeah, no, I don't. Then the whole, like, fucking computer thing was so weird. Like, him just, like, typing and saying, computer says, you're a dead fuck. You know, it's just... God, I hate that character, but him watching like 30s or 20s porn is uh, quite hilarious and random. Like, it's the most random thing ever. Uh, can we talk about Tommy, like, when he sees the girl getting undressed, like, tumbling in his bed? I, He's so excited. I love it. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, but so funny. You didn't do that? No, I'd, I'd be like fucking eyes glued to the window. I wouldn't be fucking he's doing like, flips in my bed. He's so Aww. overcome with like excitement that is so yeah. cute, man. He he's so cute <laughs> in this movie. And I, I no, yeah, I I, I love that part because he's like he's so close. He's gonna see some boobs, and his mom comes in. He has to hide, and <laughs> he's so cute, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. That fucking mom just like killed it. Um, it's it's like the dream when you're a kid, you know. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's that. There's the dance, of course, which is we we talked about quite a bit. Uh, and I just love, you know, I just have a lot of fun with this movie. It's half like a teenage comedy and half a fucking horror film when Jason just goes absolutely nuts. 
And I think that's why I like it the most because it's so rewatchable. It's definitely not the most horror of them. So if I'm looking at it from a horror perspective, it's, it wouldn't be my favorite. But as a rewatchability and just enjoying myself watching it, I think this is my favorite one. Very nice. Uh, I mean, Tommy Jarvis, he, he makes this movie for me. He's such a nice kid and he root for him the whole time. And I, I yeah, I thought you would, would have loved like the connection with it, Joe, of him being the final boy instead of the final girl. I think that's the, uh, the direction they're going with it. But he he gets so close. Girl in the window, skinny dippers. You got mom, you got sister looking out for him. He's fixing cars. He's building masks. Oh, I know. He is a great kid. And I'm with Sam. I love the family dynamic too. I wish you kind of focused on that too because the sister and the mom were like sweethearts. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like one of the better written Fridays where it's more realistic, I guess. Like you have the guy looking for, like he wants vengeance, right? So he goes out there looking for him. Um, and like the twin where she gets left behind and she's with the weirdo and she's so disappointed that she's stuck with him and he's just watching porn. Like, what do you expect, man? You're creepy. Um, Crispin Glover, he's amazing. And then he has also, in my opinion, has a really good arc too. Like in the beginning, he's all upset that uh, he dumped blowjob Betty, right? Is her name. Um, and this buddy, which is clearly the one that's not good with the girls is making fun of him for not being with girls, good with girls. And then he closes out. And she says she, he's amazing, and he goes and rubs it in. Pretty funny. Um, but, I, I, you know, Chris McGlover's great in this. And then Killing Jason, man, with the machete to the head, and he falls down on it, slides off his head. Yeah. Tommy's just going fucking ape shit. Die, die. Like, you know, oh, my God. Um, I just love it, man. I, I, Ted White's awesome. He's a big guy. And then when he's killing the dude that's supposed to be the hero, he, he takes him out so easily, and the guy's just like, run, he's killing me. It's kind of a weird response to getting stabbed <laughs> but it's still a cool scene you know um and then axel yeah watching that weird ass workout video with that nurse is way too pretty for him but he you know almost still to deal with her too um but overall i, I love it and yeah. part three is probably the closest favorite for me but what holds that one back is the biker angle i just can't stand that it gets super cartoony um but yeah man I mean, Tom Savini doing the makeup effects on this one is awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, dig it. What do you think? Todd, of is a... this where um, Jason got his machete? Like, because I noticed that the um, guy who was trying to find his sister or whatever had a machete, and they kept showing it. So I didn't know if this is where he picks up that weapon, or because he had it all along. I'm fairly certain it comes in part three. Because okay. part two, he had like a um, pitchfork, but no. What were you going to ask, Steve? Yeah, I was just going to ask, how, how do you guys feel about seeing Jason without a mask in this one? Like, do you like the design that they went with or the makeup? Yeah. yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's great. Better I, than part I, two, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the machete death is just awesome. Like Todd said, just it's like so iconic. Graphic. <laughs> it's super <laughs> graphic. Yeah. And it's awesome. Someone made like an, an enamel pin, like of the mm. machete, like Jason's head going up and down with the machete. It's really awesome. I forget who made that, but it's. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, that's like, like I said, the last half hour of this movie makes it for me. Like it's, so it gets so good. Like, I, I think it, it, like it is a little slow, like before that, like I said, and none of the deaths were, were memorable, but that the last half hour, like with him just fucking rampaging, just breaking through fucking like, you know, the cab. And rips like the it's bo- fucking, rips that body yeah. out. He's like the cool. He's like the Kool Aid Man. He just fucking <laughs> rips through the fucking wall like it's nothing. Like it's paper. It's awesome. And uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's great. And I, I actually think, so Sam said she doesn't think uh, Tommy was meant to be like evil at the end. I That's how I took it. I perceived it that he was going to be like the new Jason. Like, then that's kind of how they were leaving it off. He, he was supposed to be after part five, yeah. but then they switched gears. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't do that, honestly, because um, he obviously is like, I honestly like older Tommy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think you uh, kind of you start feel for him more, like, and because you, you see, like, he's kind of becomes broken after this movie. Yeah, he had a great uh, family, and then movies. fucking Jason yeah. ruins it. So he, yeah, he has a great like character arc uh, in the later movies. Uh, and he, I mean, he's he's besides Jason, uh, he's the most iconic character in the franchise. So yeah. I have a question. Um, with the dog, did. The dog just jump out the window on his own, or did Jason throw him out the window? I think the dog bounced, right? Okay. That's what it made it look like. I wasn't he, saw, sure. he saw Jason. He's like, I'm fucking He's like, gone. fuck y'all. <laughs> I ain't protecting shit. Uh, actually, you know what's great is when Jason like throws that woman out the window like she's like fucking like, right. a rag doll. It's awesome. A good effect. That is, that, yeah, that one's cool. That's cool. And I like when... Uh, he like nails crisp into the door and then like rips him up, like just rips him out. And you see like it goes through his hands. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But what we didn't mention is uh, Axel's freak is Axel, right? The guy watching yeah. the fucking aerobics, his freak out, his Jesus Christmas. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Jesus. Goddamn Christmas shit. <laughs> it was I'm it's fantastic. It's one of like that. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I couldn't stop laughing when he doing that happens. And she's think, like, you better, you better put him in the ice box. I, I think like they they told him like, okay, we're gonna just we're just gonna roll, just do yeah. a, a couple of reactions, yeah. and then they never cut it. They just did all of them at once. He's like, damn it, dude. That's great. It's so good. Fucking Axel. It's so memorable. Like, it's just, it's perfect that they left it in, too, like that. It just, like, adds to the whole goofiness of this whole movie. What What is the obsession with some, like, a lot of movies having medical examiners eating around corpses? <laughs> yeah, right? And it's always yeah. a sandwich, too. Yeah. yeah or a pizza. Well, you see they're, it. Ready to, they're, ready to bo- they're ready to bone with, the, like, the body just, like, yeah. you know, right next to it, too. <laughs> I don't know about and that. I love, and I love how, like, she's, like totally doesn't want them and then all of a sudden she just like flips a switch like and they're just like okay let's go yeah <laughs> all right but any yeah. questions on this one steve or no no they're all friday 13th related but nothing about the movie specifically okay well i guess rate it sure i'll start high 9.5 wow or, 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 or five out of five on letterbox i know it's got issues but for a slasher jason i think it's great so coming in, I had it like at the nine from like based off my memory and stuff. Uh, I'm knocking it down um, after watching it this time. I I still really like this movie. I still think it's one of the better Friday the 13th. I just feel like the, the kills were lacking uh, a little bit in this one. And it was a, a little slow at parts during the party scenes like Sam had mentioned. Um, but yeah, still very entertaining. And I'm going to give it an eight. Ugh, you said that fuck. Hmm. I feel like I don't know. I'd probably give it higher if I remembered all of the other Friday the Thirteenth. But for now, I think I'm gonna give it a seven point five. It would be higher if it was more about Tommy and his family. But what can you do? 
Um, like I said, it's my favorite one in the series, but I've always felt that there isn't a Friday the 13th that I would consider like a masterpiece. You know, like I, I enjoy them all, but there's not one I can point to and say that's like one of the best horror films ever. Um, you know, I could do that with Halloween. Uh, there's a, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 I like a lot. Uh, but for some reason, at Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, same thing. But for some reason, I can't point to one Friday the 13th and say that one's like amazing. So I give it an eight. I really love it, but it's not like masterpiece level to me. Yeah, agreed. I agree with that with the franchise. I know Todd, this is like Todd's like baby. Like this is like I love this franchise. Yeah, he lo- I know you love this franchise, but I agree with you, Steve. I, I don't think there's any that are like a masterpiece level for sure. Yeah. Friday the 13th for me, but is they're all entertaining. Yeah, it's like yeah. a comfort blanket. You know, you know what you're getting every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do I'm, I'm kind of like that. What... No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm kind of like that with the Nightmare franchise. That's like mm-hmm. my Friday. Like Todd is. I was just gonna ask: Do we ever find out anything about Tommy's dad, like in the movies after? No. No. Mm-mm. I just want to know why he's such a little amazing kid. He's a great kid, man. He's got I think a good it's mom. Because he's raised by his mom and his sister, yeah. Yeah, mom's nice. She doesn't. She definitely didn't didn't deserve it. Um, for the record, Jason would k- kick Michael Myers's ass. I'm just putting it out there. I think he would too. Yeah, even though I like Michael better as a franchise. As a uh, character, definitely better. As as, uh, as a character, Jason mm-hmm. Jason would destroy any of the slashers. He would. He's definitely the king of the slashers as far as like brute force and whatnot. I yeah. I think he would t- take on anyone. I guess it all, it also depends though on which Jason we're talking about because like this Jason is not that like like brooding and uh, intimidating as opposed to like maybe some of the other versions of Jason. Let's go. Let's pick part six for our Jason champion. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd, I'd give it maybe the Freddy versus Ken Curzon Jr. I mean yeah. he's fucking massive and just like for he's really like just like a big dude and scary looking. DJ Graham's huge too though. He is, yeah. CJ is big too. He's probably the the second one. Uh, Mears is up there too, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah Mears is huge. Yeah, but I don't know. He just like kind of runs goofy in this one, <laughs> like his run in this one. Is a little... <laughs> well, his old man run. <laughs> yeah, right. In <laughs> fact, he's fifty eight. I mean, come on, you know? right? Give him a chance. Kick him butt. This is probably my favorite Jason mask too. Three and four, I think, are my favorite Jason masks. Yeah, because you got the axe slit in the top yeah. there in this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Horse Squad approved. If you've never seen Jason Part 4. Absolutely. What's next besides live stream? We got Spiral S- coming out. Sp- Spiral's coming out. Are you guys able to watch it uh, before Tuesday? Yeah, what? Sam, Sam and I are going to theaters. Tuesday. No, I won't be able to, unfortunately. No. Does it come out to HBO, Max? No. Yeah. Uh, Spiral, too. Oh, does it? No, I don't think I so. I thought Spiral was coming to HBO no, Max. No, Conjuring so. is. Um, I think Spiral's just theater VOD. Okay, I'm well, watching VOD. I should be able to see it. All right, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. Not, so it'll be Thursday. Right. So so we'll have you know a good run of um, new releases coming up with uh, Spiral, Army of the Dead. Um, then it's Quiet Place Two, and then Conjuring Three. So all coming out. Oh, week, exciting. Week to week to week. So yeah, I mean, I was looking at my top ten of the year when I was at adding more stuff to my bottom list, and it's, it hasn't been a great year so far uh, from the movies I've watched anyway. Uh, my number three is at a seven point five. You know, that's not. Jeez. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think like St. Maude would be my number one right now. And yeah, I mean, it's a good movie, but it's, I don't think it's worthy of like a, the number one spot. And then, but then I don't even know what I would put up there after that. Like, yeah, right I mean, now, the, the only movie I, I have that will probably stay on my end is Queen of Black Magic remake. Mm. Other than that, St. Maude could maybe squeak in the bottom somewhere because I did like it, but it's been not a great first half. St. Maude's my number one so far this year with a 7 out of 10. So. Right, so wow. there you go. Yeah. But all the heavy hitters, it's a, it's a bottom heavy year, so. Halloween. Halloween is, I, I'm anticipating Halloween to be my number one this year if I'm yeah. going off just what I hear and stuff, but yeah. I'm kind of worried for Quiet Place too. I think it could have just been a good part one, you know? But we'll see, of course. Cillian Murphy gives me hope because I really like yeah, him as an good. actor. So, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Like, I'm really interested to see what these movies have. You know, it's like Conjuring 3, I, I don't know. I have low, low expectations for some So reason. do I, honestly. It's probably my least, like... <laughs> The trailer was good. I'm least excited about it. I didn't think the trailer was that I great. Me neither. I didn't oh, love really? the trailer. I like I like the old 20s or 30s or whatever look that it had going on. Mm, we'll see. I out of, name, these, out of the four we get coming up. So what did we get? Spiral. Would you say Spiral Army of the Dead, Conjuring? Uh, what was the other one? And um, uh, quite uh, not, yeah, Quiet Place Two. Quiet Place Two. I I think I'm most excited for Spiral. Me, me too. Actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Army of the Dead. That one uh, with the zombie movie there yeah, in Vegas. Oh, ew. Why? What about Candyman? That's <laughs> uh, September, I think. Yeah, oh, okay. It's, it's it's coming this year. Antlers is another popular one coming out this year. Uh, Escape Room Two is coming out. Yeah, there's a new yeah. Purge. There's Ghostbusters. Purge. There's uh, yeah. there's a lot. Oh. Yeah, yeah some it's... heavy hit. Definitely some heavy hitters uh, for sure. So I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited for the, the this next month. I I hope these movies we're going to be doing there's going to be at least one gem in there hope so hopefully yeah yeah for sure because yeah like right now i got psycho gorman and willie's wonderland probably high in my top 10 which uh, is not a good sign <laughs> even though enjoyable movies but probably not top 10 worthy <laughs> yeah absolutely so yeah so that's what we're going to do for the next few weeks and then there's a lull as summer starts rolling in it's uh there's Purge in like early July. Other than that, it's not a ton of horror movies. But it's September, October. Like, holy shit. <laughs> hey, how are you uh, watching Spiral, Steve? I thought it closed. Uh, VOD. Closed. Okay, VOD. Yeah. yeah. Actually, all of those movies other than uh, Army of the Dead, I have to watch VOD because we don't have HBO Max. So I'd, I'd pick Quiet Place 2 VOD over theater, though, personally. I would, too, because we saw the first Quiet yeah. Place in theaters and like people were talking and it was fucking terrible. Yeah, fuck you guys. Yeah. I got lucky. It was a full theater and not a peep, like not a single. It was That's like awesome. one of the best. Yeah, yeah I, it's it's rare. Like it always, but yeah, <laughs> that one somebody. time. Yeah, and it, this is a like it's a big moment for me because I had tickets to see Quiet Place one and two back to back, two days, and uh, after like everything shut down, so I was super excited about it. I'd been anticipating it for like two months, and then the theaters close on Monday and my tickets run Wednesday. Yep. So it was like, it's nice to see it finally come out. And yeah, like, it's wild. Yeah. It's supposed to come out 14 months. I re- it was supposed to come out on my birthday last year, March 20th, yep. uh, 2020. And yeah, 14 months later, we're finally getting it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, cool. uh, 
Yeah, and they still haven't refunded me my money. Oh wow! <laughs> well, it's been closed, so yeah. there's no one to refund my money. Wow! <laughs> I'm gonna go it's Uncle Sam's him. money now. <laughs> yeah. Well, or Uncle whatever Canadian guy. We'll right. see what Jim Halpert can do. Right, <laughs> directing his second movie. Yeah, he's got box it's office like the numbers in there. <laughs> right. All right. Yeah, and check All out right. our live stream, like we said, uh, Saturday. Saturday the fifteenth at eight p.m. Probably on the Flipping the Nerd channel, but check our uh, like our social medias and Discord. Mm-hmm. We'll post the link and everything, and uh, we'll try different things. I just want to. We're kind of testing this out, you know. Yeah. It's our first time doing it, so. I mean, our, Sam, our team... will be, Sam will be playing a Ouija board, so. Oh, <laughs> is it gonna be like host? We gonna You're be like host? That. <laughs> oh, that'd be All fun. Right. Yeah. Would it be fun dying? <laughs> I don't want to mess good, with that. Good point. I'll make sure that I bring my laptop everywhere with me, though, so you can, everyone can see what's happening. All right. In the movie. And just one reminder uh, so we have t shirts up now and all sorts of merch, so you can get on T Public uh, slash the Horror Squad podcast. And if you post a picture of you with your shirts, I know a lot of people started getting their merch already. Uh, just make sure to flag us, and I'm going to put you in a contest to win a box of stuff. So nice. uh, don't forget yes. to do that because I know a lot of people have received their stuff. Uh, not me, yes. but most people. <laughs> yeah. And That's don't sweet. forget to leave us a rating on mm-hmm. iTunes or wherever you leave ratings. I know a few people have been, have left ratings recently, so we really appreciate that. So thank you. Awesome. All right. Bye. 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 Jesus.